Amen. Amen. It's another day that the Lord has made for us. Yes, Lord. We have come this morning to give God the praise, honor, and glory that He so rightfully deserves. Yes, yes, yes. It's another day journey, and I'm glad.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My soul to say Yes, sir. And fill it for the sky. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this gathering. Yes. Heavenly Father, in your house, 
Heavenly Father, some wish to be here this morning. But Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for showing us grace and mercy, Lord, when we're able to come to your house one more time. Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for watching over us last night. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for as we lied in that bed, it wasn't our deathbed. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for making a way for us. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for keeping us. Keeping us, Lord. Keeping us. Keeping us. Keeping us. Keeping us, Lord. Keeping us, Lord. I can just stay there all morning long, Lord. Just keeping us in your care. Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Somebody need to tell the Lord, thank you this morning. Because the Lord was with you. The Lord was with you. You you need to praise him. You need to give him praises. You need to give him the honor. You need to give him the glory. Thank you, Lord. Just, 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 thank you, Lord. Lord, I got to just thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Now, some, somebody didn't sleep well last night, Lord. Somebody tossed and turned last night, Lord. Somebody was worrying, Lord. Worrying, Lord, how things are going to come out, Heavenly Father. But we thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord, for making a way. We thank you, Lord, for bringing about blessings, Lord. You said when the praise is going, the blessings come down. Heavenly Father, we just give you the praise beyond it. Yes, Some of us, Lord, was on our sick day, Lord. And we thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord. 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 And Heavenly Father, right now, Lord, we just ask you, Lord, to continue, Lord, to watch over New Jerusalem as a whole, Heavenly Father. Continue, Lord, to bless, Lord, the head shepherd of this flock. Heavenly Father, continue, Lord, to bless his associates. Heavenly Father, continue, Lord, to bless the deacons, Lord, and the deaconesses. And Lord, in the congregation, Heavenly Father, we just give you the praise and the honor and the glory. Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning. 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 Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And Lord, we go on our when we go in our dying, our dying closet, Heavenly Father, and Lord, when we say our last prayer, Heavenly Father, give us a home, Lord. Somewhere, Father. Give us a home, Lord. Yes, Lord. Give us a home, Lord. Yes. Give us a home, Lord. Somewhere. Somewhere. In your kingdom, Lord. Your kingdom. We can praise and shout your holy name. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't you let nobody
pray God blesses upon each and every one of you, my father's children. We now turn the remainder of service over to the hands of the people.
fellas, fellas, you got I can keep, I can go on, right? Sister Coleman. Yes. Say again. Sister Coleman. Yes. Sister Coleman? Yes. Oh, yes, Sister Coleman, yes. Keep Sister Coleman in prayer. Uh, what the name I forgot? That call, I've been calling that. We didn't call her you can remember that Right. Yeah, they took, yeah, her, name, her name is Prita, right. I, that's what they call her. I was trying to call her right name, but they gave me the right name. I ain't going to call her. Her real name is Constant. Constant, Miss Constant? Yes, Constant. Remember Mother Thomas? Mother Thomas, Mother Bonfoot. I always call that name. Amen? Amen. And everybody on the sound of my voice, those on the sound of my voice that's streaming live with us today. Because mm -hmm. prayer works. Amen. You, know yes, to, you know how to be in church for prayer to work. Yes, yes, I'm telling y'all this because I believe it. Y'all, I didn't prep y'all for this. I don't have to coach y'all through this thing, right? Be praying the prayer of faith right now. If you ain't got no faith, you may just gonna sit on down. Because faith moves God. Be honest with it. I, I, I know too much about, about it. He might not do what I want, but he's definitely on time. All right. Magnificent son, yes. your immaculate son, yes. your perfect sacrifice that you yes. sent. Yes. Wonder working in his power in his name. Yes. That's why we call upon him this morning. Yes. We don't call upon him for form of fact. We yes. know the power in his name. Yes. Brother, first of all, if we ask you for anything, we ask you ask you create us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. Yes. We know we, we know that we're not worthy even to come before your presence this morning. But we thank you for your son Jesus that died on the cross for our sins. But give us a right and a privilege to approach your throne boldly and request of you and inquire of you to look out for us. You already said it in your word, Father God. You said that you would never leave us no forsaken. You said that by your stripes we are here. You said that we can call you Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. You said we, you would be a battle axe in the time yeah. of the battle. You said you would raise a, a standard against the enemy when he comes again. So right now, some father, God, we are your children. And somebody needs you for one thing, and somebody needs you for another. Father God, we're not coming because we were there. We come because you said we can come. Yes. And because we can, you said we can come, we are asking you, Father, just to do what you say you would yes. do. Yes. Father God, somebody's infirm right now. And by your stripes, yes. we are here. Yes. So Father God, we ask you to dispatch from heaven yes. a prescription that no dispensary in heaven and earth can deliver to yes. us. Father God, you know what we are aiming at before we become yes. sick. So Father God, we don't ask you to do it for our sake. Do it for your name. Let's yes. say we are calling on a dead God. Yes. Father, have your way. Move by your spirit. Guide the hard hands of the guardians, the doctors, the nurses, who's ever in charge of your people that's ill. Have them, Father God, do what you want them to do. Father God, and we're going to be patient while you do it. Yes. Father God, someone needs you to work a miracle in their life. Yes. Father God, you said we, you have come so we have life and have it more yes. abundantly. 
You said, oh Father God, that it's not your desire that we should suffer. Yeah. But Father God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus. Fix it, Jesus, like you said you would. You said that you would make a way out of no way. My grandmother told me that you are a way maker. We are living witness ourselves that you're going to turn the circumstance around. Work it, Jesus. Fix it right now. You said you would have men give unto our bosom. You said that we would possess houses that we did not build. You said you would enlarge our territory. Make a way out of no way, Father God. Right now, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we all got one thing. If it ain't one thing, it's another. We all got spiritual struggles, oh Father God. Some of your people are in strongholds that they want to get out of, Father God. But our mind won't let us get out. Father, by the name of Jesus, raise a strong tower right now. Raise the standing against the end. But Father God, we are encompassed by a flood and it feels like we're going to drown. But you said that even though the water encompasses us, we will not drown. You said a fire may get hot, Jesus, but you said that we will not be burned. Father, don't do it for our name's sake. Do it for your name's sake. They said you have delivered us to let us die by ourselves in the wilderness. Father God, we know that you have not done that. Father God, Give us the strength and the mindset to wait on you till our change comes. Father God, give us a mindset to wait on our change come. I really don't care how you fix it. Just fix it like you want to fix it. Move like you want to move. Anywhere you bless us will be just all right with us. Just do it for us, Father God. Father, we're not going to make no oath that we can't keep. But it's our heart's desire. Our spirit and our natural bodies wants to do your will. We want to, if you bless us, we're going to do your will. We just ask that when you deliver us, you give us the strength to walk according to the dictates of the word. That you give us the strength to deny those things that we should not do. Because, Father, you know that every time we try to do good, evil is always present. Father God, bless this church. Enlarge this territory. Enlarge every leader under the sound of my voice right now. And, Father, Give us a spirit of thankfulness. Give us a spirit of praise in the midst of our storm, in the midst of our mess. Father, you don't have to stop the rain. You don't have to stop the thunder from rolling or the lightning from flashing. Just give us, oh Father God, the mindset to praise you in spite of our circumstances. And Father, have your way right now. If it's something that I forgot to say in this prayer, Father God, allow your Holy Spirit that you have given each and every one of us make intercession for us. Because you know how to let him utter utterance that we don't know how to utter. Father God, bless life right now in the name of Jesus. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way in our life. We submit to you. We surrender to you. Right now to your will and to your way. Have your way right now. If you do this one simple thing for us, oh Heavenly Father. We'd be so careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and amen. the glory. And all the love the Lord say, Amen. 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 And amen. Put your hands together. Give God a hand.
morning on our Sunday morning worship service. We are so glad to have you here. To those who are streaming with us on Facebook, we welcome you as well. To God be all the glory. We ask that you now prepare your hearts because following the morning message, we will be taking on the Lord's Supper. So let's prepare our hearts for that. We want to also remind you that Seaboard 2023 Women's a conference will be held via Zoom on September 15th and 16th. Registration fee is $25 to all ladies and men who would like to attend. There's always something in it for the men as well. And if you are a Promise Keeper partner, registration is, of course, free. If you have any questions, please feel free to see me after the service. We want to say happy birthday to all who's born in the month of September. We wish you a happy, happy birthday. Um, we ask that on our pastor's anniversary, we are in, um, I would say little else, but we relate that to Christmas time, but we have all of us who are working in secret on our pastor's anniversary, so we will be coming to you on next Sunday for a few moments after service to give you an update on what's taking place, and we're just asking that you be prepared to stay for a few moments next Sunday following the service. Um, we, this morning, our pastor gave us an extensive update on all those who were, who are sick amongst us, asking for prayer, and you know, he said a little earlier about prayer works. Well, we know the power of prayer because we have Brother James Jackson, a part of this this morning. We just want you to relax, Brother James, and just enjoy the service. You know we love you, and we're still praying for you and for all of those yes. who are on our sick and ailing list. And while I'm speaking, I want to remind the church to please, please pray for Edmund Coleman. Uh, her son um, is in the hospital going through a really tough time. She's been having a tough time uh, with the transitioning of her very, very best friend. So let us keep her in prayer. She's asking the church to pray for her. So let's just continue to um, pray for her. And I know Pastor is going to make mention this, but I just can't help myself this morning, Pastor. Because Deacon and Deaconess Lynn is among us this morning. And we're so glad to see both of them today. Well, tomorrow is Labor Day, so we know that there's going to be a lot of excitement for everyone on Labor Day. But we ask that you enjoy a safe Labor Day. And also, please remember to keep Christ at the center of all your activities. We thank you for listening. We thank you so much for listening. And also, we want to leave this inspirational quote of the day with you. We must remember that the shortest distance between our problems and their solutions is the distance between our knees and the floor. To God be the glory. Amen. As I've taught ourselves accordingly to all the nonsense that's been read into our hearing. Amen. Amen. If I'm not mistaken, I don't see any business in the uh, congregation, but I want to stand a warm hearty welcome for everyone back into the sanctuary here. God has kept you from Sunday to Sunday. Once again, you are thankful for that. Amen. Or many who start out last Sunday, they're not here this Sunday. But God saw somehow, He's so mindful of us that He kept us just a little while longer. 
And that alone just makes me thankful. As long as I keep getting up, whatever it is I might be going through can get better. All right? Can I get a witness? Yes, sir. Amen. Because I know if I get up, God is still on the throne. Yes. Uh, and if you broke, just tell the devil, I'm broke, what now? If your body hurt you a little bit, tell him my body hurt you, what now? Because ain't nothing can't happen until God says so. That's the mindset you gotta have. Amen. Because my last breath, our last breath, our last breath, your mother tongue is not first breath. When you open the eyes, who are we gonna see? So why we, we can't get mad with him? Because I wanna get in. Can I get a witness here? Amen. 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 God is good. I just want y'all to just perk it up. Perk it up. Because something is hard. Or a little, little bit, all this a little bit worse than you. And you can't stop yourself. And if the, 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 the spirit of depression has jumped on your back, make it a point to tell this tell some to go to the hospital and say, I'm, I'm a missionary from the church. I know, I know you might not be this telling pastor until you say that. I'm a missionary. So you can walk the halls of the hospital. Walk through the halls of the hospital. I bet you won't be as depressed when you can walk out of there. Y'all got me? Amen. I changed the ring of words. Not for me. I just want to let y'all know that. Go ahead. I know he, it's hard for him to sit still, y'all. Help me.
Amen. I think I've covered everything. I don't think I've forgotten anybody or anything. Amen? Amen. If I have, I know somebody here. Let me know. Since Mars and I forgot anything? Nothing. Thank you, man. <laughs> That's her job to me, help me remember. <clears throat> Amen. Thank God for her. Bless her heart. Amen. Bless her heart. Yeah. Bless her heart. This is just a family church. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. You remember a lot of love. They understand you love, but a lot of love in here. Amen? All right. It's offering time. God said, bring all the time to your house. Let me in my house. said, prove me now. Child of God, sit up, open up the windows of heaven for you are the blessing that you cannot receive. God said, try me. Prove me. And then he also said that he said he would rebuke the power for our sake. I thank God for that. We may not all be in a situation that we need to be in or we think that we're in. God is asking us to walk by faith, not by sight. All those things that are not as if they are. That's not only in our prayer life, but that's also in our giving back to Him. Because He gives to us in so, so many ways. Amen? God gives us in so many ways. So let's bless this offering in advance.
assistant pastor for about five years and pastor about preaching about five years before that. And um, <clears throat> I'm thankful for what the Lord has brought me. Uh, I have multiple myeloma. They say that's a bone marrow cancer. And I've been being treated for that now for about four years. Taking about seven different types of chemotherapy. And none of them has brought me where I want to be. In fact, the doctors said that they don't understand I'm still as healthy as I am. <laughs> no, they don't understand But I do. In fact, the medicine that I'm taking now they don't even have a name for it. It's called ISB 1442. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't been given to humans before. Using the research. They used to use monkeys, but now uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, before they get to humans, they use rats. Is it all right? Amen. Uh, this one that I'm taking now, uh, I think they're about ready to take me off of that one because it's done all this can do. But God hadn't done all. He can do. And, uh, I want to acknowledge my wife. Uh, my caregiver. Uh, you know, she helps me in a lot of ways. But anything that I could do for myself, I try to do that. And it's my sincere hope that I'll always be able to, you know, take care of myself and but if he get me down where I can't, I have a help me. And then when he gets where that's not enough, the Lord can call me home. Yeah, I'm not going nowhere right now, but... <laughs> I'm not willing, but I'm ready. I'm so I've been redeemed. Give me about 15 minutes here. Somebody ought to say something. I want to see if I can say something. Um, 
I want to call your attention now to the gospel as recorded by Matthew, chapter 21, Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 through 17. I want to read a few of those verses from the New King James Version. Uh, don't hold it against me that I'm reading the New King James Version and most of you got the King James Version. But as time go on, you will be able to repent <laughs> from that King James. You'll figure out what I'm saying later. later. Yeah. Some folks say, I don't read nothing but the King James Version. Like that was the first Bible. You know, there were several versions before the King James Version. And there's several versions after the King James Version. And they said, it changed the Bible. But let me just say something. Uh, because there's a new translation don't mean they're changing the Bible. They are... Making, well, let me say this. Um, I'm here to preach, but let me do a little bit of teaching. Uh, there's three different types of Bibles. There's the literal translation, there's the dynamic equivalent, and then there's the free translation. King James is a literal translation to the point today where the words in Old English doesn't say exactly what God was saying in the first place. And the Bible never will say what God didn't say in the first place. It's a literal translation, so it's necessary for a revision Second type is uh, dynamic equivalent. It means that you took the original manuscript or the oldest one that you can get and you transferred those words into an equivalent word. Where it now says the same thing as the literal translation said in that day. Then there is the free translation, which you have to be careful with, which means just what it says. The translation is a little free. An example of that is the Living Bible. Now, they've changed the Living Bible a little bit now to try to make it uh, more compatible to the truth. But an example is, when you look at free translations, there might be a word that might say that Jesus was born from a young woman. 
a young woman, an old translation, is simply saying a virgin. But we don't need to be too free with that. Make no mistake that Jesus wasn't just born from a young woman. He was born from a virgin, which meant more than a young woman. It meant a woman that hadn't slept with a man and had a sexual relationship with him. Put that in the cross. Amen. 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 Matthew chapter 21 from the New King James Version verse 12 says, Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you made it a den of thieves. Some translations say robbers. just read one more passage of scripture from John and I'll talk more about that in the sermon John chapter 2 verse 13 says Still new King James Version. He said, Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem and he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overturned the tables. And he said to them who sold doves, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Again, you want to see it. Now remember that Some scholars say these two scriptures is a different account of the same event at the same time. But me, <clears throat> I don't think so. I think that this one in John's gospel was at the beginning of his ministry. Because I always try to follow a few verses and sometimes a few chapters that lead up to my text. And it tells me where we are chronologically. 
So it appears that Jesus cleansed the temple at the beginning of his ministry. But our text today in Matthew is at the close of his ministry. Don't mean that he didn't take a whip of cords and drive them out. But he didn't take a whip of cords and drive them out this time. So he cleansed the temple more than once, but at least twice. I want to call your attention today to the subject, cleansing of the temple. Cleansing. Three main points I want to emphasize. Point number one, prayer and praise. Prayer and praise. Two P's there, two P's in this one. People before profit. Number two. People before profit. And point number three. Protection from pollution. Protection from pollution. Right. Wow. We're not just talking about pollution in the air. Right. We're talking about spiritual yes. wickedness. Yeah. This whole thing is talking about Jesus not just cleansing the temple. He's emphasizing that there needs to be a cleansing of the church. There needs to be a cleansing of the church. And we need to realize the real temple, the real church is us. Nothing wrong with wanting to have a lot of folk in the church. Sometimes the more folk you have, the worse mess you got. And sometimes before that you can grow, there needs to be a cleansing. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Can I take the time? <laughs> yeah, sometime before there can be growth, there need to be a, a cleansing. And you might say, we're, we're perfect. No, you're not. No, we're not. We still have some pollution. We still have some sin. 
not mean that we haven't been born again, but we have two natures and we're prone to sin. And sometimes we don't walk in the spirit. Jesus went up to Jerusalem and he wasn't satisfied with what was going on in the nation. He saw the Pharisees all dressed up in white and long robes. He heard all the prayers and the songs. He saw the laws and the thing that they told the people to follow that they weren't following themselves. He see us today all dressed in white. Uh, don't get me wrong now. We sometimes Sometimes we put ourselves too high, but sometimes we put ourselves too low. And when we're talking about the scriptures, we'll say, we do this, we do that, we do that. But the scripture says this. Well, we're looking at the point where we say, well, we don't do that. Huh? Don't be satisfied with our daily condition, we want to get better. We're like an athlete, and Paul uses that metaphor oftentimes. An athlete might have muscles and everything, but the athlete needs to continue to go into the gym and work out and to keep uh, repetition, uh, uh, not repetition. What's the word, young man? You can't think of the word I'm trying to think of. Uh, where the muscles continue to, huh? No, no, I, I'll think of it in a minute. Uh, but in other words, you have to continue to train and Paul talks about that a lot. We're in the Gospels here now, but Paul talks about that a lot. Uh, Hebrew writer talks about that a lot. Lay aside every weight uh, so easily besets you and tell you to run the race. Uh, that's an athletic term. Run the race. But then it tells you uh, lay aside certain things. In Hebrew, in other words, uh, there's nothing in the uh, running of the Olympics say you can't carry three or four bottles of water. But you're better off if you just carry one. Because three or four bottles of water, if you think about it and you're running, it weighs you down. And whereas one inch might have helped you run, win the race because you got too many water bottles. The same thing is with our lifestyle and things we do. There might not be no sin in itself. But it's better not to do it so that we can grow in the Lord. Physically and spiritually. Yeah. Eat one biscuit. Eat 
ain't wanting business. You know, don't sit there and eat three and then turn around and go and lie to the doctor. Huh? So this would be about a week before Jesus' death. Jesus had ridden a donkey into Jerusalem. He had told a couple of his followers at Bethany, which had been prophesied by Zechariah, go in and bring me a donkey. And he would ride in and he would be received by some of the people but he would not be received by everyone. Some people call this the triumphal entry. But I said it's a preliminary to the triumphal entry. Because at that time he hadn't triumphed yet. So this is right after the preliminary to the triumphal entry. But when he went into the city, the people were moved. They began to say, who is this? Similar to what they said, when he had calmed the storm on the Sea of Galilee, they want to know what kind of man that even the wind and the waves respond to him. Thank you, Jesus. So they wanted to know who is this? Who gave him the authority that he is taking upon himself. I don't see anything, I hadn't heard anything about him going to any institutions of learning. He's not Dr. Jesus. So who do he think he is? Jesus knew who he was and who he is right now. He is the Son of God. He is the one humble enough to take on weaknesses. But the weakness 
Jesus' day took on and were chosen witnesses. He didn't have to get hungry, but he chose to get hungry to be identified with us. He didn't have to get tired, but he got tired to be identified with us. Yes, Philippians talks about how he humbled himself. But I want to say that he never gave up being God. No, he didn't. Even when he walked the streets of Jerusalem, even when he got upset with Bethsaida, tourism, and companion, and he cursed those cities. Even when he went over to look at the fig tree in Jerusalem to see if there was any figs there, he was still God. Thank you, Jesus. As I said, while Matthew's account seems to imply that Jesus entered the city right away or immediately after his entry into Jerusalem. Other accounts state that Jesus returned to Bethany after the injury, the cleansing of the temple probably occurred the next morning. When Jesus returned to Jerusalem from Bethany, you can find an account of that in Mark chapter 11, verses 11 through 16. Yes, sir. All right. He left because he wasn't satisfied with what was going on, not just in the temple. but in Jerusalem and in the nation. He was dissatisfied. So if you walk with me, he probably took a footpath about two miles over the slopes of the Mount of Olive to Bethany. As they often did, he would spend the night with Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. Then he would come back and do teaching and preaching in Jerusalem. If we don't keep our 
service is Christ-centered. If we really take Christ out of Christmas, if we get hung up on the gifts and the merchandise, if we don't recognize the fact that people come first, Jesus will leave the local assemblies. Just like he left the temple in Jerusalem. And what will we be going on? It's just a mess. Did anybody hear me today? And Christmas will be just a time to celebrate, to get gifts, to get drunk and to have a good time. Not realizing that it's all about Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus. The wheel in the middle of the wheel. Jesus. Joseph Horse. Point in the valley. Jesus. The rooted offspring of David. Jesus. That came out of a dry place. The lamb. The tender shoot. That Isaiah wrote about. Jesus! Did anybody know him? Have you tried him? Say yes! Yes! That Jesus entered.
in the high courts of the temple. There was nothing wrong with having doves for the people that couldn't afford a sheep. There was nothing wrong with having money in our courts. So don't get me wrong. Don't use this to make excuses. Not to pay your tithe. Because they needed money to carry on the business of the church. They needed to change it into temple currency. They needed the Doves and oxen and the sheep to do the sacrifice. But they needed to do it in accordance with the way and the will of the Almighty God. They were charging a whole lot of money to change the money and a lot of people couldn't afford it. In other words, they were looking at the profit rather than looking at the people. If you look at the temple, there was a temple that was a court for the women. There was a court for the Gentiles. There was a court for the priests. In other words, the temple was really divided in the first place. Gentiles could go in and sit down with the Jews. The women couldn't go in and sit down with the men. So in other words, Jesus coming in and cleansing the temple said a lot. You know, letting us one day soon that he was going to Calvary. He was letting them know that we need to cleanse ourselves. He was letting them know there would be a day when there would be a reconciliation. There would be a day as you use in the world or in our streets no big eyes and no use. We would be children of God indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We would be children of God 
And John writes that it would be amazed that we would, that the gospel said, love one another, which would be the fulfillment of the whole law. Isaiah had talked about some of what Jesus was quoting. He talked about the house of prayer. Jeremiah had said something. He said, Has this house, which is called by my name, Become a den of thieves in your eyes. You've asked a question. Behold, I, even I have seen it, says the Lord. The people in the Old Testament was practicing idolatry. Jesus was not satisfied because in the same house, they were offering sacrifice to other gods, which were really not gods at all. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 23. But this is what I commanded them. Your fathers or your ancestors saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God. Yes. And you shall be my people and walk in all the ways that I have commanded you. That it may be well with you. In the temple in the New Testament, Jesus is equating the attitudes, the behavior toward prayer and praise, worship of God, to the same attitudes and behavior as in the days of old. In other words, verse 24, they did not obey. In the Old Testament, he said they stiffen their necks. John chapter 2, <coughs> verse 14 and 16, where I mentioned Jesus had previous, previously cleansed the temple at the beginning of his ministry. Jesus also did some healing to those that came to him. According to Matthew 21, 15 through 17. This angered the chief priests and the teachers of the law. Going back to what I said earlier, they want to know who gave you authority to heal in the temple. You're not God. But he was God. 
He is God. And he's the one that actually does healing. We need to remember that when we're going through sicknesses, God is the healer. But don't be like the Jehovah's Witness and be a fool. So God go take care of me. You better go to the hospital and get you some medicine. God works through that too. Huh? That operation that you had, that doctor might have been going to school for eight or sixteen years. But we've gotten so sophisticated with technology now, machines do operation. Huh? But that's still the work of God. Man on his own couldn't create a machine to do what he couldn't do well with his own hands. Huh? I go to the doctor, I take the medicine. Well, I pray to God for healing. And you might hear me in my prayers. I, I pray for God for healing for my body, my mind, and my soul. Amen. Amen. Jesus healed those that came to the temple. This made the chief priests and teachers of the law angry. Religious leaders were not pleased about the children praising God. We have to be careful today by overlooking the children. Then we wait until they get 18 years old and they graduate from high school and go off to college. And then sometimes graduate from college. Sometimes they go away and get jobs or sometimes in the same town that you don't see them no more. Part of that's our fault. Huh? We needed to be teaching them while they were children. Teaching them to take something out of their allowance, put it in an envelope, put them in church. Then we don't need to wait until we get old and can't do nothing before we let them do something. Huh? So you children won't do nothing. Yeah, you won't let them do nothing. Get your behind out of the way. Don't mean you got to leave the church, but go sit down somewhere. Huh? 
Y'all hear me? <laughs> Amen. These religious leaders were telling basically what they were saying to Jesus. Why don't you make them shut up? But really, by revelation, they showed more spiritual discernment than the old folk. They're the religious leaders. They said, Hosanna. They recognized this was Jesus and they called him the Son of God or the Son of David, which was a term for the Messiah. They are well aware of the fact that there need to be prayer and praise. So God was letting the children demonstrate the necessity of praise and praise. Yeah. Not in this passage of scripture, but he talked about prayer and praise come out of the mouth of babes or suckers. You read that. Yeah. That's important. Recognize 
We carry a cross and stumbling and see a man help me carry the cross. Thank you, Jesus. If you see me going up to Bella Del Rosa, if you hear me crowd, it's finished. If you don't really want to know what it meant when it said one day every knee would bow and every tongue would confess. If you are in the crowd that don't recognize that if you destroy this temple in three days, my father will raise it up again. You are the one that falls under condemnation. Yes, but thank God for Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says, Now, no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. As I close, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 talks about that body. Because just as he took on a body, we have a body, but it's not perfect yet. All right. But if we, no, he said before, we know that if our earthly house, this tent is destroyed or dissolved, From God. Yes. A house not made with him. Yes. Eternal yes. in the heavens. So John says in his epistle, chapter 3, verse 2, I believe it is, that one day. We'll see him as he is. We know not now, but when he is revealed, we'll see him as he is. And we shall be like him. Oh, praise God. So I'm looking forward to that. Those that are in the first resurrection, as the Revelator talks about. Not the second one. I will trust yeah. in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in
all the earth. Right now, Father God, we come again, once again, and one more time. Father God, to do this in remembrance of you. You told us as often as we do it, do it in remembrance of you. Father God, we don't come because we're worthy to come. Father God, we come because of the blood of your son, Jesus, that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So, Father God, so we ask you to create this clean heart and renew us the right spirit. Then when you're done that, Father God, we ask you to just real quickly just fill us up with a fresh anointing. Amen. One from the sole of our feet coming to the top of our heads. Father God, right now, if we have anything in our hearts against any one of our brothers and sisters, we ask you that, Father God, we lay it at your feet. Right and we leave it there right now. Father God, we leave it. And we leave it, Father God, and we ask you to move any art. Anything, Father God, that we're not thinking right. Yes, anything you search our hearts. Yes. Anything that is not right like you, we ask you to move it right now. Right. Father God, we use this symbol as we, the symbol as uh, a, a remembrance of your body that was sacrificed for us. Yes. Father God, we ask that right now as we dine together, Father God, you allow the Holy Spirit to bring us close, not close, only closer to each other, Amen. but a little bit closer to you. Amen. Father God, right now, do this for us right now. We give you all the thanks, honor, and praise. Yes. Word. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. 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 Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him before they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Scariot, who were numbered among the twelve. And he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and the captains, and sought opportunity to betray him in the absence of the multitude. So he promised sought opportunity to betray him in the absence of the multitude. But then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. He said to Peter and John, go and prepare the Passover that I may eat with my disciples. They said to him, where? Do you want us to prepare? I said, Behold, when you have entered the city, the man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water, go into the house that he shall enter. I said, The teacher says, Where is the guest chamber that I may eat the Passover of my disciples? He will show you a large furnace upper room. They are made ready. They went and found it as he had said. And when the evening was come, he sat down with his disciples. He said, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. <coughs> But I will no longer eat of it until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. He 
took the cup and he said, Divide it among yourselves. Some translations said he said, Drink ye all of it. Yes, took the bread and broke it. This is my body which is broken for you. Likewise, took the cup and said, this cup is the New Testament of my shed blood. Praise his holy name.
our Lord's blood. Occasion, he was stressed. The word says, sweat like drops of blood. It didn't say he was sweating drops of blood. It said sweat was like drops of blood. Capillaries, if you will, for the nurses were swollen from stress. Because he was thinking about what Paul said, speaking of God, he made him who knew no sin to become sin, that we might become the righteousness of God. In him. You know why he came. John said, Behold the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sin of the world. But in his distress, he wasn't doubting God, but he says, If this cup, this cup, if this going to be Calvary, 
if me taking on the sin of the world, if this cup can pass from me, but he knew it couldn't. He knew that I wouldn't be sufficient on the cross. He knew that Abraham and Jacob wouldn't be sufficient. He knew you wouldn't. So he said, nevertheless, not my will. Amen. Mm -hmm. 